0: Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power from Within. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so grateful that you are here. I do hope this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. Um, Today, I have called this podcast Getting Perspective. And, um, you know, over the last week, um, you know, our daughter was actually in the hospital. And,. You know, sometimes God will show you something before and then something happens and, you know, all of that, you know, what he showed you before will actually make sense. So before my daughter went into the hospital, um, I was doing a devotional one morning and I read this quote. It says, perhaps the very things we believe are constricting us are actually the avenue to our freedom, and sometimes when you're doing a devotional or you're reading a book or whatever, something will hit you, and or stand out to you, and you will recall it. Or in my situation, I always write them down, right? Because there may be a time that I'm like, I don't really understand why that hit me so hard, but let me write it down because it's going to make it's going to make sense. I'm going to get a fresh perspective on that particular thing. And I wasn't really sure why, you know, um, of course this quote to me, um, you know, is, is fully on about getting perspective, um, on things in, in your life. Right. And sometimes we lose perspective. in In our minds, we really want to have this really good, healthy perspective on life, right? But as we know, things happen, situations happen, trauma happens. Um, you know, negative things happen, and we kind of lose perspective, right? And you know, we we lose perspective on where God has brought us from. We lose perspective on where we currently are. We lose perspective on what what we know um, we could have for the future, right? We lose perspective on our dreams. We lose perspective on hope. We lose faith, right? And a lot of times, you hear people saying, "I've got faith. I've got faith," but in the same in the same aspect, they are you know some of the most negative people that you've ever laid eyes on, right? Um, or they're constantly talking about somebody or they're constantly judging somebody or they're constantly, um, you know, you know, giving off the vibes that they're better than other people. Right. Um, and you know, they, they don't have, they may say they have faith, but faith also comes with perspective. In order to have faith, you have to have that godly perspective, right? Um, and if you want a scripture, I'll give you a scripture, but I'm going to refer to a couple of other, um, situations within the Bible, but here's a scripture for you. It's a second Corinthians five and starting at verse 16, it says from now on, from now on, then we do not know anyone from a worldly perspective. Even if we have known Christ from a worldly perspective, yet now we no longer know him in this way. Godly perspective. And if you want to know what the definition of perspective is, it's the interrelation in which a subject or its parts are mentally viewed. Okay. If you uh, skip down to verse 17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and, 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 see the new has come. Everything is from God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation that is in Christ. Uh, that is in Christ. God was reconciled the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he has come and he has committed the message of reconciliation to us and therefore that we are ambassadors right now in this message, they're basically talking about, you know, being converted, right? From a worldly perspective to a godly perspective, right? Or changing your ways, or you know, um being um being saved, right? So to speak, if what we sometimes what we say. So a lot a word that's used a lot in the Bible is converted, okay? And the definition of a converted is a change in behavior mindset or our very nature right or change of heart right we get a fresh perspective when when we are renewed we get a fresh perspective when we become sober we get a fresh perspective when you know we get a job we get a, a fresh perspective right especially in those times where we feel Like, you know, the world has hit us on every side, right? And one good thing happens, and we get this fresh perspective, like, oh my gosh, you know, look what God did for me, right? But any other time, our perspective may be a little, uh, maybe a little jarred or a little off because we're going through different trials and tribulations. And I talk about this because when when Destiny was in the hospital for the five days, we were in the PICU, which is the ICU. Now, Destiny did not need to be in the ICU, but because she is on a, um, um it's called an AVAP or event, okay, now at night, and she needed her she needed to switch machines and they had to basically do a titration, meaning they have to see her on the machine. They have to adjust the levels to what she needs, right? And what is going to accommodate and support, uh, her breathing and what she needs. So in order to do that, she has to be in the ICU. Okay. Because they're the only floor other than pulmonary that can adjust or titrate a machine. Um, and the pulmonary floor was full, but I'm going to tell you how God works. Okay. Because the pulmonary floor was full the entire time we were there. And when we were waiting on a sleep study, the critical care doctor came in and said, I'm going to put in a transfer for you to go to the pulmonary floor because destiny doesn't really need to be in ICU. But the pulmonary floor was full the entire time we were there and we never got that transfer. And, you know, before going into the hospital, you know, you know, this, this taking care of a special needs child is not for anybody who is weak. Okay. It is not something that you can take lightly. And it's not something, you know, I oftentimes think to myself, like I look at Destiny and I say, I wish she could get up and walk. Like, what would we be doing right now? If, you know, it's summertime, what would we be doing right now? If she was a normal child, right? We would be swimming. We would be at the pool. We would be, you know, Um, like what my granddaughter's doing, enrolling in cheerleading, and we would be enrolling in sports and doing all these things if destiny was normal, right? And sometimes even in 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 a situation that has, it's not related to children or special needs, but in life in general, we begin to say, well, what if this, or what if that, right? And we lose perspective on on this moment, right? On the very moment that we are in and why we are here and what God has for us in this season, right? And so sometimes it's hard, um, You know, to look around and see, you know, all the other, you know, parents and kids and they're doing all these things and, you know, I watch my grandkids and they're at the lake and they're jumping off the boat and, you know, Destiny can't do that, right? Like, you know, she can't get on the tube and she can't, you know, do all of these things. And so sometimes I find myself living vicariously through them because I, too, love to be on a boat. I love to be in the water. I love to be outside in the summer, you know, and things like that. So I find myself living vicariously through them. But, And sometimes it makes me sad, right, because I want to be out doing those things, and I know Destiny wants to be out doing those things, but she just can't physically. She can't. And so when we were at the hospital in the PICU, Um, I, you know, we didn't have a bathroom in our room, so I had to keep walking all day long. Every time I wanted to go to the bathroom, I wanted to take a shower or I wanted to get water or coffee. I had to walk down the hall and I would pass these rooms and there was a little boy right next to us and he... You know, could tell that he was just full of life. Like he was special needs, you could tell, but you could tell that he was just full of life because every time I walked by, he was just staring at me and he was sitting up in his bed and he was so alert and he was the cutest thing. And then, you know, on an, another room, there was this little baby in there that I never saw a parent in there. Like, you would see the nurses in there and they would be putting him in chairs and, and adjusting him in the bed or changing him or whatever. But there was nobody ever in there actually loving on him or nurturing him or, um, you know, just with him, you know, present there with him. And he probably wasn't even a year old. And so that made me sad. And I, there was another, another room of a girl that came and, She got there after us, but the day that she got there, um, everything was quiet, and then the next thing you know, every doctor, specialist, nurse on that floor was literally piled into this, this little girl's room. And they were working on her for like two hours straight. Like nobody ever left the vicinity of that room. You would see some come out, go in, but everybody was in the hallway. The doctors were, if they weren't, you know, working on the child, they were sitting right there at this desk, you know, and in front of the computers, putting in orders, doing whatever they had to do. Um, And, you know, the rest of them were in the room working on this child. And this went on for about two hours. And then everybody kind of dispersed. And then it wasn't, you know, two or three hours later, and they were all back again doing the same thing. And um, I would walk by. It makes me emotional. And the next day, I walk by this little girl's room, and I see her entire family. Praying for her, like they were just surrounded in her bed. They were just praying for her. And then I went to the bathroom and I heard one of the nurses out in the hallway saying, It's a sad reality, but it's time. And instantly my perspective changed. Because I was leaving the hospital with my child. But somebody is not. And that changed a perspective for me. Because we two. Can pray. I mean, we can pray about things, right? And we pray about, you know, what we want and we pray, you know, God changed this, God changed this, or why does my life have to be like this, or why does my life have to be like that? But somebody's reality is they're leaving the hospital without their child. And I thought about how many parents daily walk out of that hospital without their child. And I'm not talking about like going home and taking a shower and coming back. I'm talking about you don't get to see your child again. And boy, does that change your perspective. And to me, you know, I see this little baby in there by himself. And, you know, you can't ask questions, you know, and and you... To me, I would have said, bring all of them, just just bring them all in the room, right? I will love on them. I will hold them. I will play with them, you know, but you can't do that, right? And you can't ask what's wrong with them. You can't, because that's just a violation. You can't do that. The nurses cannot tell you stuff like that. But you really think about what these kids are going through. Here I am, 24-7, in this hospital, sitting with Destiny. I have... Massive mom shame if I walk out of the room and she is awake, okay? I feel guilty. We went one night to grab something to eat downstairs and move my truck because we were supposed to go home the next day. And she was still awake, but we had to get my truck moved before. We only had like 20 minutes left. And I felt horrible for walking out of the room and leaving her in there. And, I mean, we opened the door. The nurses, there's only you know, one nurse to like two patients. So the nurse was literally right sitting right in front of her, you know, so she wasn't like unsupervised, but I felt so bad for that. And it's like, you know, I got this quote, perhaps the very things we believe are constricting us are actually the avenue to our freedom. I got this quote, like, you know, probably a week before we went into the hospital and i didn't really understand it but i knew it hit me and i knew i had to write it down what is your perspective of things is your percept is is your perspective of things negative do you claim to have all the faith in the world but yet you look at somebody and you're judging them you know we had a situation come up yesterday that we can absolutely laugh about now but it wasn't funny in the moment because you know um somebody you know has really worked hard to change their their life and do the right thing and it is doing the right thing and and then um you know, wanted to participate in something, um, you know, with, with their child and they had to do a background check and something, you know, someone laid eyes on this background check and immediately assumed something. Right. And I'm not going to go into it because it's not my story to tell, but you know, they called me and they said, I am so embarrassed because I didn't do this. Right. And you know, later on after it was all over and it was, you know, everything worked out perfectly. Um, you know, she had texted me and said, I live with this shame and this guilt on my past. And she's like, I, you know, this year I am going to step out of my comfort zone because I've been staying comfortable for so long, um, because of my past and being ashamed, um, of, you know, the things that I did in the past. She's like, but I have to step out of this, right? And even though the situation was negative at the beginning, it gave her a new perspective. It gave her hope that although something on a piece of paper, right, it says something negative, you know, God can turn it around and give you a whole new perspective, right? Because you know, in that moment, he's really working things out. Right. It doesn't matter what our past looks like. Right. It doesn't matter, you know, even what you did yesterday. Today, you can get a fresh perspective. Right. Today, you can say, I'm going to choose to look at this thing differently. Right. I had to look at my whole perspective had to change. Right. Um, When I was in that hospital. Right? Because I talk about how hard it is to take care of Destiny, and it's only getting more complicated and it's only getting harder the older and older that she gets, right? And I was talking to her insurance case manager yesterday, and with special needs children at the beginning, You are learning all the things you're, you know, you're getting all the equipment, right? You're getting all the therapy started. You're, you know, you're, you're, everything's coming together and things are constantly moving, but you get in a, in a stage with a special needs child where you're maintaining them right you've got the therapies you've got the doctors you've got the diagnosis you've got everything and you come to a point where you are in kind of a maintenance stage you're just maintaining right there's nothing else that you can do but just maintain and give the most the best quality of life that you can And, you know, sometimes because things aren't happening and you're not getting these new diagnoses or you're not getting this, you know, these, um, you know, uh, great reports or whatever, we kind of start to get, we, we kind of lose perspective on, you know, on, on that she's a gift, right? You're, you just go through the routine every day and you're saying it's hard and, you know, it's, It's very routine, and it's the same thing every single day, right? And you kind of lose perspective. But God will always give you a fresh perspective, especially when you're not expecting it. And sometimes it's a harsh reality. It's a harsh reality check sometimes. And it may be something that you're not looking for. And it may be something that is not a a happy thing, right? Because sometimes we want a fresh perspective with a big old blessing, right? We get a big old blessing and, you know... And and we get this fresh perspective, right? And we're so happy and we're so joyful and we're like, you know, God did that. And we begin to look at things differently. But what if the situation doesn't change? Can you still allow God to give you the fresh perspective? Even in the midst of something that is, um, that is not ideal, Right. I was not in an ideal situation at the hospital in ICU. Like when they told me in the emergency room, we are going to put her in the ICU. Without question, I immediately called my husband and started crying. Because you hear ICU, you think bad, right? But it wasn't bad. And I think we ended up in the ICU because I needed a fresh perspective. Not that destiny needed to be there because we said the whole entire week, destiny does not need to be in ICU, right? Um, And I kept saying, we're taking up a bed for a child that could possibly need this bed, right? That could be in a serious situation. But I think we were in ICU because I needed a fresh perspective, right? I needed one. I needed that mindset shift, right? And... And we think about people in the Bible, and I'm going I'm to end with this. But we think about people in the Bible, and you think of Adam and Eve, right? When they were in the garden, right? And, you know, the situation happened, right? Where God says, you know, don't eat from this tree. You know, she ate from the tree. Their entire perspective changed because of that one situation, right? Right? It negatively changed because of the one situation, right? But then you have Paul, right? Paul in the Bible, Paul started out with a really bad perspective, right? He would kill people and he was, you know, he was a heathen, okay? But he got a fresh perspective, right? And then he started writing books in the Bible, right? And, you know, he started doing all the good things and preaching the word and, and, and all because he got a fresh perspective. So we have a choice. What perspective are you looking for today? Are you, is your perspective a negative one? Do you need to get a new one? Can you find things in your life that can bring fresh perspective? You know, maybe you've lost it and you're like, I you know, I don't know where I'm at or why I'm here in this moment. You know, but can you think about where you were 10 years ago? Right? Where were you 10 years ago? And I can guarantee you, you can get a fresh perspective. I'm going to tell you something really funny. We were traveling. Um, before Destiny went to the hospital, we traveled. And I went to the store. I went to the dollar store to get, like, travel, you know, body washes and things like that. And the only thing they had was, like, the dial, okay? And it was it's the blue dial, the spring, fresh, whatever it is. And it didn't hit me when we were out of town and I was using it. But when we were in the hospital and I was using it, Every time I used it, it reminded me of being in the Dallas County Jail because that's the soap they sold on commissary. That's the only body wash they sold on commissary. And although I love the smell, I think it smells great, but the smell reminds me of Dallas County Jail and where I was and what I was doing and the perspective perception or the perspective that I had at that point in time. We got home from the hospital and I ordered groceries and I ordered dial. Now I usually order olahole, but I ordered the dial the same, the same kind. It's cheaper by the way, didn't know that, but it is cheaper. But every time I take a shower, it gives me a fresh perspective. Every time I smell that dial, it gives me a fresh perspective of where I could be. If God didn't see fit to bring me out of that. I had my coffee cup from prison up until about a month ago. I never used it, but I kept it. And every time I looked at that nasty, it was like white clear. And you could put, like you could open the bottom and put pictures in it. Um, And it was all like stained from coffee and, you know, all that. And every time I looked at it, I would get a fresh perspective. But about a month ago when I was going through everything, I threw it away. I'm like, "I'm I'm done with this. It's the little things... Like cups and smells and and things that can give you a fresh perspective. That can remind you of where you used to be and that you're not there anymore. I encourage you if you are talking negatively to yourself today. Or if you're talking negatively about your life or you've lost hope or you've lost perspective. I encourage you. To seek those small reminders because they're all around us. To get a, a fresh perspective on how blessed you are in this moment. How far you've come in this moment, right? That you're no longer, you know, a product of your past, right? You're a product of your present, And although we've gone through things and although we never can forget where we came from, because that keeps us grounded, right? It keeps us grounded knowing how far we've came and where God has brought us from. But I want you to know that he didn't bring you this far to leave you. If you feel like you've lost that perspective, ask God to give you a fresh perspective. We talk about having all the faith in the world, but if you got the wrong perspective, You don't have all the faith in the world. I am guilty because I lose perspective often. And I can be very critical and very negative, especially to myself. But if you ask God for a fresh perspective or you just even look for the small things throughout the day that is a reminder of how far you've come and where God has brought you from and get that fresh perspective. It'll bring you into a different mindset, right? We can't just walk around saying, I got faith and I trust in God and I do and I do it. But the words that come from our mouth or our actions speak something differently. We have to really look at that and really get a good perspective, a new perspective. Maybe it's an old perspective that needs to come back around, right? Because I remember when I was getting out of prison and I was getting the jobs and I was getting the first car and all that, like I was so ecstatic. And I can look back on my Facebook post and all of that, and it's like, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God. And it's like, I don't be posting any of that stuff anymore. Not like I used to, right? Because I had a fresh perspective. I had a new life. I was so ecstatic and so joyful because all of it was new, right? But what happens when you're living, you know, you're in life, you're, you're in the, in the in the trenches, right? And you're fighting for your life some days, you feel like. And you've lost perspective. I encourage you today to just look around. Look for things that will give you a fresh perspective. Maybe you're just going through something. Maybe you're having a hard time financially, mentally, emotionally. You're going through depression or anxiety or people are talking about you or people are judging you or whatever it is. Remember who you are. You're not what other people say about you. You're what God says about you. Remember who you are in Him. Remember where He brought you from. Not what those people who were judging you brought you from because they didn't bring you from anything. Think about where God brought you from. Remember how valuable you are. We're very critical on ourselves, but just remember, get a fresh perspective and remember how valuable you are. How loved you are. I don't know who needed to hear this today, but I hope it touches you the way it touched me because I needed a fresh perspective. I needed a new perspective. And I got it. And it was a harsh reality, but I got it. So I encourage you today to not only seek to enjoy the small moments, but seek the small moments that give fresh perspective and I hope you have an amazing day, and uh, I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.